I've been thinking about like doing like a segment, but maybe we'll call it like that Jameson like personality test or some shit. But would you pay two hundred thousand dollars to go to the bottom of the ocean? Never. 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 That's crazy. Like for me, like you know, I love life and. Uh, <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Mob Jazz Podcast. Uh, Magic, Alvin, Voice. Today we have a very special, very very special guest. We have the amazing and talented world. With a you, what am I? Thanks for having me, like for real. No, thanks for yeah, coming bro. on, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks for man. thanks for pulling up on me. Literally, bro. <laughs> you're, you're, you're having us, man. Exactly. Yeah. You guys are in my world right literally, now. Bro. Literally, literally, literally. Let me ask. It's is it world? Because the first time I saw your name, yeah, I thought it was like world D, because you know it's like a capital D at the yeah, end and the L. So yeah. it's world. It's world, yes. Yeah, and right. the U is is um when you spell world the right way, W O R L D. The U is my world. With you, that's the album title. That was like that was my last album title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My world with you. Yeah. It's well, so my album, by the way. When you Thank walked you. into when Thank you walked you. into the hotel room, were you mad that like they hadn't like given you like a blue painting, bro? Like <laughs> color coded the room to be kind of like blue for you, man. You know what? It's it's okay. Mm, this we're, we're gonna get there. It's okay this time. We get yeah, a pass. We let the pass. <laughs> get the pass this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh okay man um how are you doing man i guess that's the first question i'm doing good um feels great to be in uganda first time i've heard so many great things mm. but for me i wanted to just come experience it and feel it myself you know it feels great to be here yeah i call this the lagos of the east it's, oh, it's, <laughs> it's just the energy here okay yeah mm. that's interesting i've never heard that yeah yeah that's interesting that's <laughs> Yeah, now I feel like I want to go see Lagos. So I, so I, you know why? You know why? Because I went to I went to Rwanda, I went to Ethiopia, I went to um, Tanzania. Okay, everything is a a bit more calmer, Mm. right? But once you enter Uganda, it feels like I'm in Lagos. (laughs) (laughs) Now we've been waiting for you to come for a minute. I've been. Listen, I didn't know. My apologies. I didn't know. Yeah. So for me, like, you know, yeah, I've listened to you. It was worth the wait, man. You, nah, for real. you, you destroyed that performance yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure you also got a taste. I'm sure you got a taste of what, like, Kampala, Kampala partying must be like. You know, yeah, like, I, uh, you know, I've, now after the show, I felt like, woo, like, maybe I should have come prepared to do, like, my whole catalog of music. Mm. Because when I was done, a lot of the women in front was like they were mentioned like four, five, six, songs, seven songs yeah. that they were waiting to hear. To hear, and for me, this was Jamison Hangout. Shout out to the Jamison Hangout team and um, talent, um, talent um, Africa, Africa, making that happen. Now we got. I got to come back and do and do something even bigger with with the community here. Like I feel the love. Like I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, last night was wild, man. Thank you. I saw you. I saw you. Uh, the performance was incredible, of course. Thank you. But after the performance, I saw you walking around with like a bottle of Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. good yeah. yeah. He has done his job now. You know why? <laughs> For the past two weeks, I've been traveling and performing in different parts Actually. of East Africa. Okay. Non-stop. Sometimes three places a night. Mm-hmm. Like, trust That's me, last crazy. night, last night was me like 40% energy. Damn. Yeah. Is it? I yeah. couldn't tell. And you killed, bro. Yeah, thank I you. I couldn't tell, bro. That's me like, I'm tired, okay. 
what's you know but but you know like for me, for me like i was just looking forward to it um shout out to everyone that came out of the energy i was feeding off the energy as well when i pulled up and i saw it was maxed out like i almost got into tears man it was beautiful yeah. i'll tell you this it's you know it's a good performance yeah when everyone i know was drunk and they remember bro They're like, wow. man, oh, yeah. bro, I, I almost wow. watched your bouncer last night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, almost, I almost got in a fight with your bouncer wow. last night. Oh, bro. talking about bouncer, someone just tweeted like, oh, why, Um, I just saw it, like, why you come to Uganda, you have bouncers on stage and stuff. Uh-huh. I was like, in my mind, I was just thinking, I was like, you know what, it was not for, to protect anything, mm-hmm. but it was just to minimize chaos. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Some people just, you know, it's not, It's like it's all love here at the end of the day. Yeah, nah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, for just, just to prevent like us having everyone on stage and we can't have a show. Yeah, yeah. True, true, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I felt the love in here. Yeah. Like, so to be definitely. fair, there were quite a bit of people on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was, it was still, it was still, it was still manageable. I love that. That's that. facts because me, I became chaotic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know. This was while, I think you were moving, like mm. you were done performing and all yeah. of that. So I think you were moving to like your section. Yeah. And I was chilling and I just felt someone like nudge me out of the way. Wow, I was sorry like, about nah, hold, that. Yo, who's this? Oh, sorry about. <laughs> Apparently, I bugged out, you <laughs> know, and like caused the, the thing about, See, the thing about it is, this like even yeah. a few times I had to like be trying to like stop the the bounces from doing too much. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. You to be know, fair, you were you were like quite you, calm. No, nah, literally. <laughs> you, Apparently, you're just standing behind him, like. <laughs> like you know, so, <laughs> see, shout out to the bounces, but they be mm. doing the most sometimes. For real. You ever go to a club? You try to get in a bouncer, just really, really overpowered, mm-hmm. and just have too much power, and just want to show off. Mm-hmm. It's happened even to me as well. Really, I've had I've had instances where I'm like almost trying to fight a bouncer mm-hmm. for being disrespectful, doing the most, or trying to not someone that's around me or that. Mm-hmm. Like that's just you can't control that. But one thing I always do is like when we have securities on um, on stage and stuff. I I'm very aware of what they're trying to do and try to come in. Yeah, and when they yeah. see you come in, they chill. But nice. when you don't get involved. They do the most. So for me, That's I true. always, I'm always alert to to get involved when I see they're trying to rough somebody up unnecessarily. Oh, that's, a, that's good. That's a good thing, bro. It, it was really needed because yeah. yesterday's stage was also very intimate. Like people were right there. Mm. It's not like one of those where, you know, you're up those ends, no one can reach you. So yeah, it, it was very necessary. But that venue was so cool because like- I loved it. It has terraces. So no one's really being blocked by anyone mm. else. Like I loved it. It's one of my thing. one yeah. of my favorite venues that I've performed. Shout out mm. to Uganda. Also, you're the first, like, is he the first artist to do a, a concert there? He's the first that I've heard of actually. Yeah, I think yeah. he might be the I first like to do a proper concert there. Yeah, in that particular place. Wow. And none of us so saw hard. it coming at that scale. Yeah. That was, wow. None of us. That was hard. Wow. When they announced that it was there, I, the first thought I thought was, how, how have people been doing this before? Like, Indira has been there for so long. Wow. And it's such a beautiful venue. It's, it's listen, I uh, I came in so tired when I got to that venue, like my whole mood switched. Like, I was like, wow. Was this during like the show or before sound check? Oh, nice. And crazy enough, um, um, We didn't rehearse. I didn't rehearse with the band. Really? Damn. We just we just did a sound check for t- three songs. Mad. There was no time. Because I came in the, the afternoon of the show. So guys were about to start coming. And literally we were supposed to go do rehearsals, but there was no time mm-hmm. for that. So I had to just come meet them at the venue. Right. And oh, so that's what you posted yeah. in your stories. Yes. Yeah. And but prior to that, thank God for communication. I was very proactive. We were communicating. I was sending them the files. They were sending me the updates. So I knew what they were going to do. I already practiced it. So when we got on stage, it was just natural. 
And those guys were amazing. Incredible. One of my Incredible favorite band. bands I've ever played with. And I'll tell you this, man. I, I really don't enjoy concerts anymore, like live concerts. And my beef with them is the venues that we have in Uganda, the sound is so bad. The we sound have, yeah, yeah. yesterday was amazing. It was incredible, bro. The band wasn't too loud. It was just like, right. I don't know if it's because like, the place is round. Because like, the, the, the acoustic listen, yeah. that was incredible. Listen, man. when I come back to you, Uganda, mm-hmm. I know we're going to... Grace of God, the goal is to do something bigger. But it needs to match the sound of that place. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't match the sound of that place, we'll just max that place out and do it again. again. <laughs> Literally. Yesterday was about like what, like forty-five minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do like an hour thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just but go. That was for, it felt like twenty, man. Yeah, yeah that was about forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Bro. <laughs> that was. Yeah. But yesterday, people really came out, out. for the show. You know, oh, I'm so grateful. Uh, I came early, so I didn't really know what was happening outside the chaos. It wasn't until I wanted to go and get something from my car in the parking. And I go to the entrance and they told me, hey man, if you leave right now, you're not coming in. Yeah, they, they stopped a bunch of people from and me. And there was a sea yeah, yeah. of people who wow. couldn't get in anymore. Get in. Like, uh, yeah. when, I pulled up, sold out. when I pulled up, I was like, yeah, they're not even letting people in anymore. Mm. Nah. At that time, yeah. It was completely packed. It just was like, we've been waiting for like yeah, because there's been this world rumors. Show. There've been world rumors for a while. Like different people have Damn. said, "Oh, we're gonna bring world," but it just never materialized. Yeah. You know? And you know, it's just, I've been changing team. Like mm. I just feel like a lot of things I wanted to do in the past, I couldn't really do it with the team I had before. Mm. You know, and it just took time. Like, where's world? Where's world? Mm. I've been changing team, aligning with new people, fresh energy, more, trying to get that motivation and energy back. You know, um, I've been recording a lot of music. Um, I feel like some of like really some of my best works are now coming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. All right, let's talk about music then. Let's talk about music. Um, my favorite album of yours is the Sars Joint album. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Sad. Oh, uh, um, the trouble. One. I love girls with trouble. I love girls yeah, bro. That album is, album is incredible. Boys, Thank you. Thank you. Like you don't understand Thank when that you. album came out. I remember so clearly the week that album came out. Me and my friends were taking a trip, right? We played that album as in beginning to end, beginning to end, going and coming back, bro, on that trip. So that, that album is wow. so important, man. Thank you. I've Thank been you. waiting for you to do a lot of those songs for a Thank long you. time, bro. Thank you. And we didn't even get through, we didn't, we didn't do Prisoner yesterday. Bro. So I feel like the coming back is very going to be special because mm. now we didn't, we, did, we didn't do Prisoner. Um, what other song did we miss out on? My favorite um, song on that album is Ego. Ego, of course. Yeah, we did Ego. I'm a Shade man, bro. Um, Like, I have a video. Someone just sent me a video of you performing Shade. Yeah. And me literally holding this dude, Michael Thomas, holding him and like singing to him. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm explaining, I'm like, yo, has anyone seen my. (laughs) Listen, that that project was God, to be honest. Mm. Um, when When I was working on that project, I was going through a lot. Um, I was um, was having issues of a label at the time, and um, I couldn't release any music. And when I met Saz, it was um, a way of creating a collaboration that I could put music out. Oh, that's how you suck up the label. Oh. Exactly, oh. makes sense. Ah. Yeah, that's 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 why. And that um, was the first time in Africa, if I'm not wrong that you see an artist-producer collaboration project. Mad. Oh, yes. Mad, bro. Yeah. 
and I think that like I'm really curious what is SARS like because he's that very dude, quiet he's yeah, very that dude asks listen, for no attention bro I so, don't know what he looks like man <laughs> so the thing about it is this right even when we met um, we met 2017 this was around the time he produced Come Close um, is, it, is it Closer for um, for Whiskey mm. that was for me that was the only song of his that I knew one of our mutual friends, my business partner at the time, introduced us. And he came to the studio. And I remember when he came in, it was just quiet. I was playing him a lot of music that I was doing at the time. He wasn't reacting. It was just quiet. You barely, you can't even tell what's on his mind, if he likes something or not. He's just quiet. And after I was done playing music, and he said to me, he was like, oh, when I was coming here today, uh, I was making a scratch of a, of a track. I had your mind. And it played me the track, and that track was Trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Fire my track. Trouble. Tra- so, <laughs> that was playing in my head this yeah, whole morning, too, bro. bro. Oh, yeah. to hear. And, <laughs> and before Trouble, the only Afrobeat song that I created, that I had, if I had 200 songs, the only Afrobeat song I had was Show You Off. So that, that was cool. Right? That was cool. Yeah. And um, I remember the f- my first attempt at that track was Trouble. I played it for him. It was like, I think I remember that night, we both played the music back to back to back. The next morning, we just had a conversation. I was like, yo, bro, I think we should do a tape together. I said, yo, I'm thinking the same thing. The rest was history. Mm. And he's, an, he's like, um, he's, a, he's a scientist. For sure. And I am a scientist as well when it comes musically. He's, he's a student of the art. I'm a student of the art. I'm an overachiever. I'm a perfectionist. He's a perfectionist. For the first time, I met a producer that will not stop competing with my melodies and my my lyrics and everything that I do and for every time he pushed me I would come back in so it's like it's never really done if you come and hear a song while we're making it come back two weeks later that song has turned into a whole different song similar this new song location is crazy um we, we actually almost done where love goes to trouble too okay like we're pretty much fire, done fire. yeah it's pretty much ready but we're not ready to release it because I'm, I'm releasing a project and he's releasing a project as well. But we'll combine and do that next year. We'll have that for you guys next year. But okay. we're releasing two singles this year. One of his location and the other one um, is on Saz's album that's coming as well. Mm-hmm. So we both push the boundaries sonically. He's constantly trying to do something different that's, done, that's not out there. I'm constantly trying to find melodies and conversations that's not out there. So it's like what you get is what you get because we don't stop trying to create something new mm-hmm. against the trend mm-hmm. that makes sense it makes a lot of sense yeah. so much sense and also how you say like because I watched another interview and you're talking about how you write and like comparing the other SARS albums that he has done with other artists like there's a distinction between your album and the Loje album like your album is more wordy so it's clear that yes SARS is producing and this shit bangs but this guy is spitting, bro. Like, if you hear what he's saying, this guy's really talking, man. You know, I come from a lyrical, um, musical background. Uh, um, when I used to live in ATL, I was a songwriter. So I was writing music for, like, I was writing songs for country musicians. I was writing hooks for rappers. I was working with B.O.B. at the time. I was doing hooks for him and all his crew. I was doing hooks for Trinidad James. Wow. I was writing songs for pop artists, female artists, R&B artists. I was writing songs for Mario. Like I was working with like a diverse creative space of people just like, and I didn't realize what was happening at the time, but I look back now, I was really learning. 
for real. Mm-hmm. Honing. Do you know what I'm saying? So, f- and and when I decided to do Afrobeats, my main genre was not Afrobeats. I'm, I was born in Lagos. It's the best thing that ever happened to me, right? I spent most of my adult years in America, but I started making music in the US. So around me was R&B, soul, country, hip hop, a lot of hip hop and R&B. So that was the music I was creating for a long time before I met Sheezy and created Show You Off. So for me, when I looked at the African space at the time, Show You Off was 2016. At that time, most of the Afrobeats music that was coming were heavy rhythm and fast-paced dance music, not as lyrical, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, I came from like a songwriting background. I was like, yo, what happens when you put a lot of lyrics and English and conversations with a little bit of Afro, mm-hmm. Afrobeats rhythm? That's what, you, that's what Show You Off was. Mm-hmm. That's been my journey. You know, that for me, even before then, people were like, yo, why don't you do African music like your rest of your peers? I didn't do it until it felt right. Facts. You know, yeah. That's, dope. Uh, that, that's true because I think that's why um, a lot of your music is relatable. Because when you listen, the words actually make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, Ego is my favorite because... A lot of people's favorite like, song. I'm not going to take it's one of the most. It's one of the most realistic songs I ever wrote. It is, man. Yeah. Um, I remember making that in ATL where I'm with SARS and when those lyrics came out, I was like, this one hit home. Because we are like... It's one of the most relatable songs I've ever written, to be honest, as well. And okay. it came from a personal experience too. Right. So, yeah. I'd like to just... Uh, delve a bit deeper into that, like your background. You were, you say you were in ATL. Yeah. Um, yeah. How long were you there for, if you don't mind? Oh, like whew, 16 years. Oh, 16. Yeah. You didn't know, yeah. You, you, so you, like, I spent you my, lived there, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So like literally half and half. So for me, like um, living in ATL was like just more adults, like just growing up. Most of my childhood was in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So, that balance helps me a lot musically because people see me like, oh, he's very foreign. But they don't realize I actually have the background. And that helps me in my conversations. I still speak pigeon very fluently. Mm. I may speak like this, but my pigeon is very fluent. Mm. Even better than a lot of people that I even know. Mm. But I still, I still speak my native language, Yoruba, very fluently. Mm. So when I put these things in the songs, it doesn't sound American. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. When I sing in... And um, the pigeon, I'm not doing it in an American way, so that helps with the with the translation and how Africans and everyone around me receives the music. Because yes. like, we Africans don't like it when it's Americanized. If you're going to speak pigeon, it needs to be depth. It needs to, yeah. If it sounds foreign, uh, <laughs> I beg, I beg, I beg to go. Yeah. No, that's that's how we are. We don't like it when it's too like pretty. Mm. So when you hear my music. And I'm, I'm, I'm in my my African tone and everything. I'm not singing pretty. I may be calm, but the music is not like, you know what I'm saying? When I need it to be like soft, like trouble, like my song's candy, we go soft with it, with the women. But we need to go aggressive. Yeah, we go aggressive with it. Yeah. So what, what was that like growing up in Atlanta? Because at that time, I don't think Afrobeat was popping like how it's popping right no, now. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Even when I just show you off, Afrobeats was still... In Africa, mainly, it was still mostly highly rhythmic music. Yes. The African sound, the, the Francophone sound. Congolese. Right? And for me, I was just another African kid. Even Americans, despite the fact that I was doing music, a lot of people didn't take me serious. At that time, 
Akon was the only African that people cared about around the world mm-hmm. on that level. But he was even doing pop music, really, sure. and hip-hop music. But but his heritage was recognized. So it brought every all Africans into the conversation. So for me, it was difficult. Um, and songwriting was my way of moving around. People were not looking to sign another African artist, but they were looking for songwriters for their R&B artists, country artists. They needed songs. Do you know what I'm saying? And I realized that hmm, I started really just tighten up my stuff it wasn't easy it was a lot of no's mostly no's but I was learning I keep showing up I keep trying again you know it's been it's been a lot of hours that I put in you know did you move there to make music no for school okay yeah, my, 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 my mom uh, moved me and um, I would spend most of my days in school night times talent shows and trying to navigate meet people producers a lot of songs that sucked at the early stages. <laughs> a lot of times of being booed on stage and in the middle of your performances and they'll come and take the mic from you. You know, this, those things needed to happen to, to create the person that I am today. Quick question. Um, do you think, well, I, I mean, you've said back in the day it was more, Afrobeats wasn't like a, a real thing. Yeah, okay. It was a real thing. It you was. Know, it was a real thing, but in the international space, people... We're still learning. Yeah, yeah true. You know? Now, um, we can say it's one of the most listened to genres around the world, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you feel like it's the growth of the industry, um, African music being welcomed, or it's like a trend? Like now... Uh, um, it's a combination of both. Trend is good when it's moving in a, when it's, uh, moving in a positive direction for something. So the trend is helping um, us be better, right? The trend is going to come and go if we don't execute and keep executing and keep it getting better because now we're dealing with a world stage. Which is, we as artists have to just be better. Um, um, I grew up in an environment where perfection was the, the goal. I say perfection. You can't show up and just mumble things. You can show up and half sing held for it do you know what I'm saying you can't just how fast give people a show or expect the crowd to just sing all your records you have to perform to people that's the world that I came from it's going to get to a space now I think like we as Africans when we start artists when we start moving out west we have to perform to people that's the difference because a lot of times you're going to be performing to people that may not understand the, 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 the people still learning so we have to just keep getting better and executing our craft because the next phase is execution. How That's why the performers in the African spaces, the real performers are going to go start standing out. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. you're going to get to a point, having a hit record is beautiful, but it's going to get to a stage where you have to like perform these songs mm. and perform the songs to places where they don't know the words. So they're trying to figure it out. They love you. You have to perform to them first. Mm. You know, yeah. Um, let's let's get a bit philosophical right here. Um, this is something that I ponder a lot. Why why is it Afrobeats? Out of all the music we have on Africa, this continent, very diverse, a lot of good music. Why do you think it's Afrobeats that's the one that has kind of gone this far out of the rest? <sighs> it's, is it, mm, it's the people. It's, it's the people. The energy. The 
like um i feel like for example nigerians for example are overachievers mm-hmm. um the sound when you come to nigeria most of the sound that you hear is going to be afrobeats so nigerian dj's play 95% 98% of afrobeat music in nigeria so when you come to nigeria what you're leaving with is afrobeat music yes has it always been that way that dj's Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a community as well, right? Um um but I say Afrobeats is like for me be just traveling around and paying attention and listening. Afrobeats is just the beginning of what Africa has to offer. Mm-hmm. Because what's happening now is a beautiful thing that Afrobeats is doing what it's doing right now. The rest of the world is going to start discovering different parts of Africa. Mm-hmm. Cuz once they find You have Afrobeats now. You have a piano in South Africa. Mm. Before you know it now, East Africa is my start. I don't know where it's going to start from. Heavy. It could be Tanzania. It could be Kenya. But it's going to start somewhere. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, all, it's all discovery. Africa is in discovery mode right now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We're not completely where we want to be. But it's a beautiful space to watch the growth. But for, for the rest of the world, we're still in discovery mode. People are still trying to figure out okay, what's next, what's next, what's next. Mm-hmm. Investors, what's next? What other region can we tap into that's untapped? So really, it's going to keep growing. I agree. Um, and for what what I think it is personally is uh, Afrobeat artists are very, very, very good at incorporating other styles into Afrobeat. So like right now, there's that wave with the like Afro piano, something like that, like I'm a piano. But I wouldn't like, I prefer <laughs> for yeah, piano. like the Ashaki Sato, tapes, yeah, that's tapes. There's another Ashaki one. Tapes. There's another one. Um um is it Oja Piano? Oja, Oja Pia- Piano, yeah. That one, one the That one is so crazy because the whistle is from a tribe called Igbo. Mm. Musical. That's another part in Nigeria, another tribe. Right? And when I first heard it, I was like, wow. I heard it yesterday. It was so beautiful. That whistle, beautiful song. I would like discovered that song like a week ago. So that statement that you made is is, is right. Yeah. The incorporation, yeah. The incorporate. That's and I I think you are literally giving the rest of Africa the template right now into like how to incorporate all these different African styles and blend it into your own unique sound. I think as more and more people do that, we're going to get some very interesting and crazy sounds coming out of this yeah. continent. It's going to get crazy. Crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a rave sound. There's like, there's the hip hop part of it as well. It's growing. It's also like that dance sound, like that Saz Obonjaya thing. Mm. The soul. Like, bro, what's that? Yeah, there's so many. Like the fusion, I think the fusion is really, really where it's at. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know if, I don't know if like, Nigerian artists consider it a compliment or not to be considered like alte like the alte wave. I don't know if you guys feel like that's a compliment or or a slight. Well, the alte wave is yeah. another um wave inside the whole Nigeria yeah. movement. Do you feel like you are like part of the alte wave? Yeah, I think I'm like a mix of both. Okay. Um just my style and my choices and my my art makes me very alte. Mm-hmm. Right? My look and all that um Musically, for me, like I, I just create music without boundaries. Like I have no boundaries of what I create, and I think when you really think about it, it's really difficult to expect to know what to expect from me for my next songs. And it's 
beautiful. Like I feel good knowing that you can never predict what the next you world song is going to sound like. True. The new song location, it's nobody, nobody in their wildest dreams will be able to predict that sound. You know. I'll Did tell you, you, your most recent album sounds way different. Way different, bro. Yeah, my world. Yeah, really? yeah. That's you consider that an R and B album? I feel like that's an R and B. Yeah. Album. So, um, that album is really my. I call it my ATL to Lagos journey. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to the album, you hear a lot of my influences based on where I was, where I come from, mm-hmm. right? There's, what I did was, there's more, 50% of R&B, about like 25% of hip hop, and another 25% of Afrobeats in that, on that project. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I call it my, my um, it's probably one of my most personal albums. Like a lot more vulnerable on that. It's a lot of personal, talking a lot about my personal struggles on that record. I have songs like Overthinking, but Overthinker. You know, it ruins, it's ruined a lot of um, relationships for me, and themes for me as well. Um, I, have, I have so many records in that project that never really saw the light. There's a, I almost, my only thing, if I were to take something back on that project, I think I, there's songs on there. That I never got a chance to promote the way I wanted to promote it mm. because it was a lot of songs and I, I could only get to like four songs really um, to really promote. And um, I was transitioning team. So much was happening. Like it was a lot of transitions personally in my life that was happening. And, um, you know, I can't wait. Like I think through the touring, uh, I can't wait to to shine a light on a lot of the magic that was done on that one. Yeah. Nice. I I, I just have to shout out that album cover for that project yeah. is so yeah. sick, man. Thank you, man. That's a thank sick, you. sick, sick, thank sick, you. sick, thank you. sick album cover. Thank you. And it's also yeah. blue. It's blue. It's yeah. all blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really curious yesterday to see if you'd do songs from this album because I always think like, that's an R&B album. That's a slow album. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I'm thinking, how is he going to perform this when he's on stage or like does he care about what, what venue he does is that like does he want like, like a small room yeah I think I think that album um, I'm, I'm gonna present I'm gonna represent that project in a live form mm-hmm. mainly on the live form when I do the tour mm-hmm. that's why I'm gonna fuse like my actual tour we're looking at um, fall of this year I'm gonna come back to Uganda that's the goal let's go and um, you guys are gonna be hearing more songs from that album from Let You Down to Spunk yeah. Um, I only did stamina and press yesterday because it was like the commercial vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More Afro beats. Um, we have the Gucci's, um, No Easy Love, Make It Snow. One of my that's my one of my favorite songs on that album. Um, Something to Lose, Saturday Night. Oh man, like um, when you most of my intimate intimate sets, you're gonna hear a lot of songs from that. Project. I really hope you choose Serena, man. When you come back, like I really hope that that's the venue you choose. What? Where's What's it called? It's the Serena Hotel. Oh yeah. It's not as big as like, it's not a big place, mm. but it's proper. It's intimate, it's bro. Intimate. Like, that wow. sound is so good there. Wow, man. amazing. Yeah, that would be the perfect place. Amazing. Was it? Is it bigger than where we're? Um. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. No, yeah, it's a bit bigger than that. Uh, it's a bit bigger than that. And it's, it's indoor. It's oh, indoor. amazing. Yeah, it's indoor. That's amazing. Quick question about performances and concerts um you were talking earlier about uh you know tours and all do you perform differently say you you have a show in say uganda 
and then probably like London. These are two different sets of people, two different backgrounds. So my my last London show was sold out as well. I was shocked. Um, I was talking to promoters. It was crazy. And I remember like I had to invest in that myself because some promoters we were talking to was downplaying the vibe. I was like, no, let's just go do this ourselves. Sold out. Amazing. That that show was a blend of what you guys experienced yesterday plus my world with you. Right. And um, I feel like different different cities get different sites of parts of world based on what I know the energy is. Mm. It's good talking to you now, now I know the energy. Mm. Yeah. Right? Mm. So next time we're gonna get we're gonna get a mix of both. Cause when I was done yesterday, like so many like people were mentioning songs. I was like, wow. These guys really? know my shit. <laughs> yeah. Why? I always wonder if like artists when they're coming to Uganda would like check their analytics and see what's the most listened to song in Uganda. Yeah. Me. Next time I'm gonna have even deeper conversations with some people like yo what songs what songs yeah what songs are you, you guys know what, saying? what songs are you guys listening to like I didn't even perform Sad Tonight yesterday um, I didn't perform Spunk yesterday just so Spunk many. is an amazing song yeah that's that's an amazing one um, I have um, just like an industry question yeah is Uganda considered like some kind of is it a, a, a major market in Afrobeats audience Um, I like think it is I'm I'm just getting hip to it. Yes. Um yeah. So you're saying? I'm just getting I think it is. Um I'm just getting hip to it as well. So for me even coming here, I didn't know what to expect to be honest. Mm. I was just learning as we go. When they announced it, when I started seeing the energy on social media and the messages and stuff, I started feeling it slowly like, hold up. Okay. People actually listen to me here. To be honest, like uh, yesterday I was shocked. I'm still in shock till today, literally. It's a great discovery for me, like just to see like, whoa. And I'm like, yo, we could have even done more. But it's beautiful. It's a good, it's a good start. Good we'll start. come back and do more. You weren't aware of just how big yeah. it was here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even my songs and how much how many people cared about what I do, to be honest. I think we might not realize it, but like you're gonna might be some kind of launch pad because we've had several artists who come to do a show in Uganda and it's their first show abroad like outside of their home country it's happened a few times i think uh what um ola who ola oh yeah oladapo but oladapo i believe it didn't uh rema come his first time the, the very first time it might have been yeah so there's this running theory like Uganda might be a launch pad for or like some kind of litmus test in Africa to see if your song is hot. Yeah, Rima came, bro. Rima <laughs> came and did a club like he did like a, a tiny club. He did. And he he did. never guessed he was going to blow like this. Rima's first time, even it was a bit unfortunate, but Omali as well, that was his first time out yeah. of the country. Mike. Uh-huh. Mike. Yes, Mike Kahira was a, a Randa. Terms of Terms yeah, yeah, as well. and, and Omale. Yeah, so I don't know. I just wanted to know if it's like something that is discussed maybe in industry like if rooms. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like intentional. Like, oh. we need Uganda. You need to blow up in Uganda so you get the East or something. Just like you said, the but it's, it's beautiful. Like, even working with the jam, with the jam, Jameson and uh, uh, Pena Ricard team, they they were more aware of the route they needed to put me on than I was. So, shout out to them for even making Uganda the last stop. They, they were aware, like, okay, you know what? I think when they started oh, speaking damn. to when they started speaking to the everyone and everything, right? And they started mapping it out. They realized, okay, your world needs to come to Uganda last. 
right, to kind of wrap up the, the tour. tour. And this is even a media tour. It was an actual, like, uh, actual world tour. Mm-hmm. But we just, I was open to the idea of doing some shows in certain regions, you know, and I'm glad that I was open to it. I told him, I was, you know what, you know, we'll do some club stuff here. Let me know wherever we feel like you guys have, like, the biggest crowd we'll do at your show. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we got the band. Let's show love back. They picked Uganda. Oh, Mike, we didn't catch so, that last year. Yeah, so they picked Uganda and Tanzania to do the actual live shows mm. with the band. You know, you know, those was great choices. And how do you rate like the the crowds? I guess in each country that you've been to. Man, I love everybody, man. Very political. Because if we if we'd pull up with the band, it would have been just the same vibe uh, all around. But to be honest, the most important thing was the love in all these places that I visited in East Africa. They were beyond my own expectations, and I'm grateful for that. How do you feel as someone who has lived in the states? You've worked in this music industry from time. You've seen from R&B and hip-hop days. And fast forward to 2023 now, the Grammys are adding an African category, Afri- Afrobeats category in the Grammys. I just want to get your unique perspective on that because you have actually seen this thing grow. And you've seen it kind of take over in the States where it is really being pushed right now. So, I don't know. It's, it's not even much of a question. It's just like, what are your views on that is it a good thing a Grammys, i think the beat is do you think it's something we should care about yeah i think it's a i think it's a beautiful thing and i think that um it just shows the growth it shows the growth in um, african music it shows the growth of where we are as africans um and how people are receiving the music all around the world so i think it's a beautiful thing it's going to get better we should just embrace all the opportunities and exposure and make the best of it to be honest that's that's all i'm going to say I agree with you. I think it's actually very beautiful. But my only concern is it being labeled Afrobeats. Because if now, for example, someone comes up doing Lingala, would he be nominated for an Afrobeats category as well? Yeah, so what my, my thought is this. Um, it's up to us now to, to um, break it down, right? We have to start somewhere, right? And people are going to start diving in deeper yes. into the culture. They start discovering different things. True. Do you know what I'm saying? Facts. It's like through conversations, through interviews. Do you know what I'm saying? From Afrobeat artists and this person there, people are asking questions and they're getting the answers because hopefully it's up to all the different artists, all of us, to break it down, to explain in different regions and everywhere we go. True. Do you know what I'm saying? True. If I go to an interview and someone's having me, asking me questions, it's my it's my duty to educate them. If we're all doing that before you know it, like everyone is gonna start separating the sounds and the regions and what is what and what's different. But where we are right now, we are I think it's just great to just see just the culture and, and Africa being on the forefront of the music scene. Mm, yeah, for sure. Where we should be. Yeah. Sure, for sure, for sure. I, yeah. I, I think I think we almost have to let you go. Yeah. Um I know you have another performance today. Bro, we never ever do these interviews the day after the artist has performed. We always do it like before. Ah. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. But it's cool though, but we have even more to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, before we let you go, I've been thinking about like doing like a segment, but maybe we'll call it like that Jameson, like personality test or some shit. But, 
would you pay $200,000 to go to the bottom of the ocean? Never. Never? Never. That's crazy. Like, for me, like, you know, I I, uh, I love life and... Uh, <laughs> and i have so much so much things on undone that i'm trying to achieve like so for mm. me you know like i'm focused on that my family and just like you know what okay let's keep the dream alive and keep, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing that thing really split like the world bro it's now literally like two types of people there's guys who are like bro i would do it like I'll definitely go to a bottom of the ocean. This is the first time anything has happened like this before. It's mostly safe. Most guys go. Yeah, I mean, like we're all different. Like different yeah. things drive different people. That's one thing I realized. Facts. Like Facts. different Facts. things. Like I don't need to understand why you choose, make the choices that you make, and just Facts. respect it. Facts. That way we keep the peace. I don't need to judge you for making the choices that you make. Just be safe and hope that it works out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, and I, for me, I look at it and never try to change anybody. When someone says, "This is what I feel like doing," support them. Like, be like, "Yo, I hope that it works out." Just like I said, like the reason why I make the choices I make, and I'm driven the way I am. Like, I can't be explaining to everybody, and not everybody's going to see it is right. Like, why is he even doing that? Why does he color his hair? Mm-hmm. Why? You know, what I'm saying like that's. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get a lot of that. Where does it come in? No, 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 no. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, it used to be weird. Um, being, for me, I forget that I have blue hair. So I'm so used to it, right? Um, I remember when I first started out being an elevator. Maybe like you see a parent with a child and the boy probably looking. Is this normal? Looking at him like, is this guy normal? You know, that's when I realized, okay, yo. For me, I'm used to it now. Yeah. Right, every um, time you speak, I just learn a life lesson. I wish we could have had you for longer. You have to come back when you're... Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. Like, we're already putting that, that plan together to do something bigger here. Okay. And longer at the same time. Mm. Okay. We're definitely going to work towards that. We're going to see again, like, bigger lights. Okay. Yeah. But come back on the pod, man. We'll yeah, have absolutely. A, we, our we, do a, we do an update. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we do a catch up. What's yeah. catch up? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Our pods are usually Compared long, bro. Yeah, like long, long, long. Yeah, I've like so. for me, like people like yo, where's world? Where's world? I'm, I'm dropping my new single location mm-hmm. featuring SARS, mm-hmm. produced by SARS again. We're starting um, July seventh, and I have another single dropping, um, with me, Tenny, and Odusi. Mm. and um. I have an album coming. Oh, don't see, has been quiet. For some no, time. Like, I see people say that is people have been saying that about me. To his defense, and most artists' defense, mm-hmm. um, is a real artist. I've met him, been around him. I'm a fan of his art. Mm. Um, he's an experimental artist, and I relate to that. Um, when you're experimental and always in your own world and trying to change the world from your perspective, do something different against the, the norm takes time to create these things sometimes those things drive you mad do you understand what i'm saying um in the sense that people will be like yo where's world was it's like i dropped three projects in the span of 14 months i only took a year to just reset but that whole year i've been creating nothing but just timeless music that i'm not ready to release yet i've created music for the next at least five six years 
within that spam. You know, people expect you to just be dropping music. For me, this is art every time. Do you know what I'm saying? This is a moment every time. This It takes time to create those things. I'm not following a trend. This is hot right now. Let me jump on it. Drop it. Right? Every song that I add, a song that I created is a trend. I posted a snippet of it. But I'm, I just, people were like, yo, you need to release this now. You need to release this now. And I was like, no, I'm not going to release it. I didn't create the song during the trend. I created the song about two years ago. But that trend is happening now. I'm not going to release this now because I made this song like for timeless reasons. You guys were here on now the album. Now it feels gross to just... Yeah, you guys were here on the album. Okay. But I'm not going to release it because it's trendy right now. Okay. You know. I feel that. All right, man. I think we should wrap. Man, I have so many yeah, questions, but we should... So let's many. finish. Let's finish. But the, your manager just hit yeah, us and said, yo, it's time. Well, that's too good now. Bro, um, <laughs> I hope you continue to enjoy your stay here. Yes, man. We, we are uh, we're, we're out tonight as well. Um, part two. This is more of a club vibe. It's going to be great. Nomad. Nomad. Nomad, yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be lit. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah, It's going to be... A lot of people who be at Nomad weren't there yesterday, bro. So, yeah, they're going to come out tonight. Just to my home, man. I don't know about oh, you. Yeah, let, me not, let me, yeah, maybe let me not, sh- let me not shade Nomad. <laughs> yeah. But it should be, it should be interesting, bro. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. All right, man. Listen, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you thank so you. much for honoring us with your presence. Well, thank you for having me. Very uh, thank you. We will see you soon, hopefully. Amen. We'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. In great, greater heights. All right, man. Take care yes. of yourself. Thank you, you too. Uh, say what up to your bouncer for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to piece it up with that dude on the scene. All right, man. All right, bless. Peace. Peace.